When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It is, we're back. We're freaking back in a big way. Um, thank you for for being here. Oh, I didn't turn my lamps on. Oh, dang it. Hold on. That was a close one. You guys would have hated this podcast. You're like, what the f- I can freaking hear that the lamps aren't on, dude. Turn that shit on. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, thanks. Thanks for tuning back into the podcast. Uh, this we got a we got a big we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, sorry if I sound a little. Do I sound different? I don't know. I'm. I feel like I, I'm feeling. I feel like I'm getting sick, and it is like 8 p.m. right now, and I got two podcasts to record, so I probably won't be done till like 10. So this is gonna be a. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a lot. So fucking strap in, guys. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time, but. Um, yeah, uh, two, I'm doing two podcasts because if you don't know every single, sorry, every other week we do a, a bonus episode on the very, really good Patreon. So, um, I'm going to be recording a bonus episode after this one. There's like fucking like 50 bonus episodes. Um, well, I think more, more than 50 now on the, on the Patreon. So go check out, go support the, the podcast. If you want some more, um, we got some we got some spicy shit we're going to talk about over there t- today that won't make it onto the, this one. So, um, but yeah, dude, what's been going on? I, um, okay. I just uploaded a video of, uh, it was, dude, it was my second video within a seven day period, dude. I uploaded the, our drawings one and then five days later, ba ba boom, Hit it with the freaking breakdancing dad one. Okay. Because this, it was a story that I saw and I was like, I, 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 I saw it like the the night or the day after. So the Tuesday after I recorded last week's episode of the podcast. And I was like, fuck, I wish I talked about that on the on the podcast. And if I talk about it on the next podcast, it's going to be old news. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do a main channel video about it really quick. Uh, it was still, it still ended up being like 25 minutes long because they always are. They always do. But um, no, I'm happy with it came out, with how it came out. And um, it was fun to do like a quick quick little silly video you know especially because i've been like working on a couple videos that are really long and like more difficult to film than commentary so it was nice to sort of take a break from that but um yeah also oh god also i just uh i think i can announce it now because they they posted the trailer but um a couple weeks ago i talked about being in uh, I had I had an audition. I had an audition for something, and um, yeah. And I was like, I didn't want to talk about it, so it was like actually a thing. But it's a thing now, dude. It's a, it's official, bro. It's out there. Well, it's not out there, but the trailer's out there. It's called. Um, I, I I if you're in Canada, you can watch it. I'm going to be in the show called. Um, St. Bulge's Day. It's a, it's like a special. It's only one, like, episode. But, you know, 
Who knows, man? If it, who knows? Who knows what could happen? That'd be sick if it could turn into more uh, episodes. That'd be the dream, obviously. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a. There was a sketch comedy show called The Dessert that aired on Crave, which is a Canadian uh, streaming service, and I was in one of the sketches on that show, um, like two summers ago, and uh, yeah, they picked one of the sketches from that sketch show to turn into a whole like half hour uh special so it's it's fun it's about it's called it's it's um it's called saint bulge's day it follows uh a group of of people a group mostly mainly a group of dudes who work at a a restaurant called bulges and it's like hooters but with like guys um and you know they all got freaking huge wieners right um so and it's super funny and I play the new guy in it, and it's it's really goofy, it's really funny, um, and it's airing, it's premiering on Crave on March 17th. So um, if you're in Canada, you can watch it on Crave on March 17th when it premieres, and uh, if not, I don't know. I don't know how, to, how, how you would watch it. I don't even know. Unless there's like some way to, I don't know, like trick your computer into thinking like you're somewhere else but i don't even think that's possible so i don't know um but it's airing in canada on crave so yeah um those are all the announcements i think that's all i've got going on okay um first off let's talk about this uh oh hmm okay We'll talk about this first. So, you know, there's a, I feel like a common thing on the internet it's, um, is, is uh, apologies, right? Uh, somebody does something weird and then someone has to be like, sorry for being weird. Sorry, I, I'm sorry I threw that. I'm sorry I threw that friggin' kid or, uh, across the street. I'm sorry I threw him. He was pissing me off. He said I couldn't throw him, so I threw him. Sorry I threw that kid. You know, or sorry, I started a fucking NFT collection of pictures of of unconsensual pictures of my fucking maids. Sorry, I took pictures of my maids and I made the NFT collection out of them. Sorry, sue me. Sorry, is that wrong? You know, some people, some apologies have a ukulele. You know, there's a lot of different apologies, but like. <clears throat> It's always crazy when there's, like, a band that's going through shit and they have to, like, make a collective apology, you know? Those are always fascinating because usually it's just, like, one person. But, like, if it's a band, it's like, yo, we're all sorry. We all did something crazy. So that's what we're going to talk about today. There's uh, two bands that had to issue some apologies slash uh, statements in uh, this past week. Two separate bands, two separate stories, and we're going to talk about... Uh, both of them and you know they're both pretty crazy but we'll sound off below and you guys have to sound off below in the comments and let me know which one you think is crazier okay so let me just um okay so first off um we've got and um Sabrina, my editor, please uh, blur this when I scroll down because it's pretty fucking gnarly and uh, I don't want to get it, uh, 
you know, I don't want to get demonetized. So you can blur it when I scroll down and show it. But and sorry that if you have to see it, but um, metal band martyrdom apologizes for actually, you know what? I'm going to read their apology first. Yeah, don't show this yet. Sabrina, do not show my screen yet. Uh, I'm going to read their apology first. I'm going to read their apology first, and then you can, and then we'll find out what they did. And we can take some, you, you can guess in your head what they did, and then we'll then we'll go, okay? So, hi, everyone. We just want to start off by saying we are incredibly sorry to anyone we offended with our actions and gimmicks on stage. We are a black metal band, and as part of it, we try to add a little bit of imagery and shock value to our set. Unfortunately, our acts has gotten carried away and way out of hand, offending many and even harming some. Jesus. We want to apologize to any vegans, Muslims, or other minority groups we may have offended, and to anyone who, ha- who was harmed by our act. Most importantly, we want to apologize to the White Swan and Harry the Sound Guy specifically, Thank you so much, White Swan, for giving us the opportunity to play there. Okay, so, you know, you probably got some ideas in your head because if you are to apologize to vegans, Muslims, and other minorities, or anyone else, like, you you know, what happened, right? Um, <laughs> I also like that... Um, Okay, so sorry, I'll, I'll, we'll, um, we'll review what happened now. So the, the article title is Metal Band Martyrdom Apologizes for Pig's Head Tossed Around at Houston Show. Do I got a fucking oink oink on here? I don't. Oh, God. That would have been me when I see the pig's head flying towards me. Oh, God. And blur this or I'll skip it. Okay. All right, let's read this article real quick. For years, black metal cult heroes Watain have been notorious for hurling pig blood and animal parts into the crowd while performing. Apparently, that's the kind of thing you can get away with when you're a bunch of Swedish Satanists with a huge underground fan base. When you're just some unknown Americans, you might learn that people are a little less into that particular stunt. Dude, I got to start doing that shit on my shows. My stand-up shows, dude. Come up with a bucket of fucking squirrel blood or something, you know? Like, what's up, you fucking idiots? And then I toss it in, 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 you know, into the front row. They get fucking sprayed. It looks like, everyone looks like the, the like, Carrie. You know? Get a t-shirt gun, but instead of t-shirts, I'm shooting out, like, like a raccoon's heart. Like, <laughs> you know? Shooting out fucking, like, beaver spleen into the fucking mezzanine, dude. And they go, yeah, I got it. Like a like a happy little boy who caught a foul ball at a baseball game, but you said you got a ble- you got a beaver spleen. And you go ah, and there's like a viral video of like a some older guy like catching the beaver spleen and like some kid all bummed. And he's like, "Hey kid, here you go." He's like, "Thank you, <laughs> dude." I gotta start doing that shit. I gotta start doing fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Me and Jacob were talking about that the other night too. Because we saw the we saw Canadian legend Sean Desmond, uh, and dude, comedians got to start doing outfit changes halfway, just like musicians do, you know. Halfway through the show, you're like, 
you don't even because like they don't even say anything. They just like leave and then they come back with a different outfit on. The Jonas Brothers did that too. Halfway through the show, they uh, they stopped and then they just like came back out. Nick was wearing like sweatpants. I was like, fucking all right. Um, uh. But no, dude, I got a. I'm just gonna halfway through my bit, stop talking and be like, just walk off stage. And I'm like taking my time to change outfits too. And I come back on. I come back out with like a. I'm dressed like a fucking like, like a well, like a fucking like samurai or something. <laughs> hey guys. No, where was I? And I don't address it. Um, okay, let's read on about this article. Sorry. Last weekend, a band called Martyrdom played a multi-band bill at a Houston venue called the White Swan. One of the band members brought a pig's head to the show and threw it into the crowd. Footage of the flying head made the Twitter rounds, and it does indeed look nasty. The head looks like it's smiling. Okay, we didn't need that detail. Um, it's crazy that one of the band members just brought one. And he was like, guys, check it out. I'm going to throw this into the crowd. And, every, and all the other band members were like, sounds good, man. That's actually a great idea. We haven't actually done that yet. I've been wanting to do that for a while. Yeah. It's just been human heads. And that's like, you know, I'm nervous we're going to get in, and like go to jail. But pigs, that's we should have thought of that earlier, dude. Like, how does that just happen? How do you just bring a you know, Oh, got my guitar and I got my pig head. I got my friggin' Fender, and I got my friggin' Oinker, okay? And I'm not going to play the video, because it's gross. Uh, Naturally, some people got performatively upset about the idea of a pig's head at a show. A few days after the show, Martyrdom made a statement to Lamb Goat. All right. Can metal people have, like, fucking, like, just normal names for one second? Why are you making a statement to Lamb Goat? Is that like the fucking... Is that a demon? <laughs> is that a fucking demon? Lamb Goat? I'm so sorry, Lamb Goat. It should have been two pig's heads. That wasn't evil enough. <laughs> uh, apologizing to any vegans, Muslims, or any my, any other minority groups may have offended. Um, they explained their action like this. Okay, and then we read it. I do love the last paragraph of their apology when it says most importantly we want to apologize to the white swan which is the venue and harry the sound guy specifically what the fuck happened to harry the sound guy for them to be named for them to be mentioned by name in the apology what the fuck happened what did they do to him is harry the, is harry the sound guy a pig is he half pig is he half pig Thanks, Siri. Harry the sound guy is a pig. He has to be. Be like, yo, that's my that's my dad's head. <laughs> Why'd you do that, dude? Harry, yeah, poor Harry the sound guy, dude. I'm only imagining like, look, I I also yeah, because the thing they call it is uh, gimmicks. It's like, sorry, we were just doing a gimmick. Harry fucking freaked out when I grabbed the pig's head, put it over his. Squeeze his nose and went oink oink. You're a little piggy, and then slapped him on his ass. And he and he starts crying. I should be crying. You're freaking bumming. The, you're killing the vibe. Not a very sound guy, are you? 
apology or no apology, the whole stunt has continued to make the rounds. Reaching outlets, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all about, you know, no, you know, all publicity is good publicity. You know, I never heard of this band, and now I have, right? I don't know what their music sounds like. All the cops are listening to this like, yeah, dude, bump that shit. (laughs) Speaking my language, dude. Dude, imagine it's just the sounds of a pig head flying around a room, getting tossed back and forth. There's... And then occasionally it's a guy being like, oh, nice throw. That'd be cool. Um, okay, so that's the first incident, okay? And the second one is pretty, pretty fucking gnarly. Um, okay, I'll leave it like that. Um, this was from a band called Law. Lo- Lorna, Lorna, Lorona, I don't know. Baby, will you be my Lorona in line? Y'all fuck with Swayze? Okay. Um, okay. So, I guess something happened where they needed to post an apology as well, or a statement, if you will, and this is what they posted. We have decided to part ways with our vocalist, Diego, due to admission of very disturbing and concerning behavior towards one of our band members and their partner. He has admitted to being obsessed with said partner and has been attempting to sabotage their relationship by cutting pre-workout he frequently gifts from his job with high amounts of estrogen in them. He has been attempting to force a transition onto him for the last five months in hopes that would give him the opportunity to swoop in once he looks stronger and more manly in comparison. And in brackets, stupid caveman mindset that makes zero sense. This tampering has caused confusion and thousands of dollars in medical bills the past months trying to figure out what's wrong. We would not know any of this unless Diego had gotten way too intoxicated and ousted himself and then stated an admission to all of this via text. There are many more disgusting details that have been left out for the sake of privacy and general censorship. So, I'll do one more for good measure. Dude. So, the the, the lead singer was obsessed with one of his band members, like, girlfriends or partners. And so he was silently, like, drugging him with estrogen. Can you do... Is... Can you do that? Is that, like, what even is... What is the, like... What is the vehicle of estrogen? Like, is it powder? Like, can you make it into a powder and just put it into protein powder? I don't know nothing about it. I don't, I guess you can't. That's fucking crazy. So you're just like, hey, here's some more protein powder. 
And then there was, and then he was silently drugging him, I guess, cutting it with estrogen, dude. It's such a like a, it's such like a weird tactic to get someone like broken up with. Like, yeah, like what was his logic? Was he like, okay, so once they start, their body starts to like change, I guess, and they're like not not really sure what's going on with their body, and they're like getting kind of scared. Um, that's when hopefully, you know, that's when hopefully they'll get broken up with too. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. That'd be fucked up of the partner to do that. One, and then two. The only thing holding that girl back, that partner back from like being with you is that the their boyfriend is like too strong. That's it. If that's the case, get stronger. <laughs> get stronger than the dude. Get more built, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy to like like turn, you know, Drug him with estrogen, dude. That's a coward's. That's a coward's. That's the easy way out. Okay, we've all we've all done that. That's easy. That's kid stuff. Okay, the real alpha shit is like you know, (laughs) fucking kidding. Obviously, dude. What a psychopath. And imagine being like drinking with your friend, and then he like was like he's so fucked up that he's like, yo, fuck, man. I've been giving you estrogen. Dude. That's crazy, man. So which one is crazier? Which one? I have a clear answer. It's this fucking second one. That is crazy. Like that is such a wild thing to do. And then you couldn't, you would have got away with it too. But you got too drunk. And that's the lesson here, guys. Okay. Do not, do not drink alcohol or else your friggin', your estrogen sabotage plan will, <laughs> will come to an end, dude. Dude, insane. Um, but that's, you know, again, I've never heard of the band until now. And I'm a, I'm a listen to it now because now that psychopath is gone from the band. Um, all right. We could talk about this next thing. It's been, uh, blowing up in the news. I think, um, yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. So, um, how do I even how do I even preface this, dude? Um So there's been a clip that's been going around. Um I mean, let's just fucking let's just watch it. Let's just watch it and then we'll talk about it and and we'll go from there. Features um my friend Hassan um, he's always in the news. People are clipping him and shit. Um, so this is the thing that's being clipped everywhere. 
I'm going to play it again. Okay, now it doesn't have sound. Let's play it again with sound. Yes, a real job can be gruesome. A real job can make you very tired. But a real job doesn't suck the soul out of you. You know what I mean? In the same way that nine hours of streaming absolutely will. Okay, so that was the clip that has been getting, like, clipped like crazy. Um, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, but when, and, and I do want to, okay, I, I'm trying to figure out how to, let's just give the, that's when being clipped. that and, and, like, you know, surface level, when you look at that, you're like, okay, whoa. <laughs> what What are you saying, man? Because even then I had the reaction. I saw it. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, what are you, why would you ever say that? But, you know, we get the full clip for context and then we'll talk about it. No, 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 no. Social battery wise, unless you're in retail, unless you're in fucking retail, unless you're in fucking retail, it, it's very different. You're out of touch. I'm going to die, dude. There's motherfuckers who are accountants in here and they're misunderstanding what I'm saying. A real job does not expend your social battery in the same fucking way as someone who did a sales job, a real job, okay? Like, nine hours of of constant performance and people-pleasing taps you out from social scenarios. After nine hours of that, I could probably do fucking physical labor. It would not bother me. But I can't fucking do... More social shit. That's my point. Okay. So that is. That is it. Um, so he was. Ta- so Hassan was talking about. Um, like social battery wise. And then was like. You know, it a real job is is terrible. It's hard, but it doesn't suck the soul out of you like streaming does. And and that, you know, in terms of a social battery, that definitely makes. I would agree with that. I think right because being on stream, I would only ever stream for like an hour and a half, two hours. The one time I did like a three hour stream, um, I was fucking exhausted. It's fucking, it's really exhausting to be, like, on for that long. Um, mind you, was it easier than a, a fucking real job? Yes, because I've had fucking t- nine or ten of different real jobs before YouTube. Um, I just wanted to talk about this because it's really, it is an in- interesting topic because it's like, sometimes I do feel like, um, sometimes I do feel like I'm not necessarily allowed to complain about my job. Um, and it's hard cause I love complaining about things, <laughs> you know, it's like really fun. Um, and I do complain about it, um, you know, to the people in my life. But that is why I never complain. <laughs> That's why I never complain about my job. Is because I don't want people to fucking clip it and be like, he doesn't like he tell you why then go back to doing another job. Do it. Don't be a YouTuber then, idiot. That's why I fuck that's why I'm scared of that. You know? But like 
he is right in the sense that like, you know, when I worked at, um, when I worked at like McDonald's or Starbucks, you know, I never had to like worry that someone was like, I don't know, like what people were saying about me on fucking Reddit or Twitter or some shit. You know, I never had to worry about that. You know, so there's good and bad of everything. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I And it's like, it's strange because I've, like YouTube and comedy, like being full-time, it's like I've, um, it's brought me like the most joy that I've ever had, just like creatively, um, just for like personal, like creative fulfillment. Um, and it's brought me a lot of happiness for sure. I, I'm excited about what I do. I love what I do. Um, but at the same time, it has also made me like the fucking saddest I've ever been and the worst version of myself that I'm, like, constantly trying to uh, be, you know, like a normal fucking person. Because it's, like, weird when the... I'm, like, a I'm like a guy, you know? I'm, like, a real, like, a dude who's just, like, like, makes videos and shit. Like, I'm just, like, a person, you know? Like, a dude. And, like, I'm also not at the same time. Like, I'm also, like, a character. I'm also not... Like, there's the character of of Curtis Connor, right? There's not me. That's not me in the videos. That's someone else, right? Because that is someone I'm... That is someone I am... Like, I write all the words. That's who I'm a... It's a character in a sense, right? Um, I think who I am, I think... Even on the podcast, it's pretty different. I'm not just, like, sitting and talking and trying to be funny all the time to people, right? So this is also a little bit of an act in a way. And that can get really hard to like separate it, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's like not like, it's, it's definitely not like healthy for the brain, you know? <laughs> I've definitely like, uh, I, I've definitely developed some, some real issues because of this job. But it's like, that's the thing. You can't fucking... I don't ever want to like talk about that in detail or too much. And then people are going to be like, well, stop doing it then. But it's like, no, I love it still. Like it's the fucking best. It's like the, my dream job, but you know, still a job and it's fucking tough sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, streaming too, especially that's just so tiring. And you got to like, you got to be on for so long. Is it easier than McDonald's though? 100%. Easier than Starbucks? 100%. Okay. Let me just, let me reiterate that. YouTube, podcasting, stand-up comedy. Literally light years easier than any job I've ever had. Okay. Super fun. Like, Walk in the park, okay? Any stress that I have, it's because of me. It's because of my own brain. But the stress that I would have in Starbucks, dude, from my fucking manager yelling at me because I didn't wash the floors yet 
or a stress from a customer who was like screaming at me because I didn't, because I put fucking, I didn't, I didn't do decaf or I didn't put non-fat milk in it when they wanted non-fat. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I sorry. I didn't put non-fat in your fucking, van, in your vanilla bean frappuccino. Add two pumps of fucking, uh, fucking cinnamon dolce syrup. Oh, sorry, I didn't put non-fat in that fucking sugary-ass drink, you dumbass. My bad. But you still want the whipped cream? Cool, makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, and you're getting that 7 in the morning? Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. I would hate to be your lower intestine. Dude, Starbucks fucking sucked. I hated that job so much. Fuck Starbucks. Fuck them. Um, but yeah, I also saw like a lot of other streamers like chiming in and it's like, yeah, I like, it was funny seeing streamers like chime in on the, the clipped part, you know, streamers like chiming in on the thing that like is like, you know, objectively a bad take if that was the actual take, you know? Like, that's super funny. Streamers, like, not even know the full context, saying that, like, on just, like, a social battery level, like, if you're, if you're, like, performing for nine hours a day, you don't want to go hang out and, like, keep talking. Like, it's your, you just want to, like, lay down, which is fucking normal, right? But, like, someone seeing the original thing being, like, it's, a real job doesn't fucking suck, just doesn't ruin your day, like, streaming, and then being, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Ah, uh, this is a lot harder. <laughs> this is a lot harder, dude. That's uh, so funny. Um, the fuck is that noise? That's terrifying. I hate when I'm here late and there's other people here. It is terrifying. Especially when they're making loud, weird noises. Um, whatever. <clears throat> Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because it was uh, <clears throat> it was very interesting to see all the the outrage immediately against like I feel like especially Hassan too. <clears throat> I think I, he's got a, he's like a pro at it of like saying something, and that's the thing too. If you're live, if you're live on Twitch for nine hours, that's just giving you way more time to say dumb shit that can be taken out of context, and it's like, yo, what you know what I mean? But yeah, that's it. I just, I, I think my main takeaway is, you know, I'm never going to fucking, I'm, I'm, nev- I'm, I'm never, ever, ever going to claim that YouTubers, Twitch streamers, actors, comedians, fucking people in the entertainment industry, I'm not going to claim that their job is harder than just like a regular, you know, like fucking service job or anything, because that's just not true. It's uh, it's on it's not true. Cuz like even then it's like the money aspect too. It's like, well, no, like Leonardo DiCaprio had to like live like he had to be really cold for a while when he was filming the the fucking the bear movie. I forget what it's called. When people say shit like that, you know, if that's a, if that's if that's even an argument, but it's like, yeah. 
He also got paid like fucking thirty million dollars. So there's that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's I think it's okay. You know, because he has like a yacht, and there's like every twenty four year old in the world on the yacht all the time. So, um, yeah, that's the other thing. And I do get the outrage from that, like, clip that people saw. You know, I, I get it. That's crazy. If I'm like, even me, I'm like, yo, <laughs> the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, okay, I feel like, what should I talk about? Do we have another? Oh, okay. You know what? We'll finish this off with uh, an advice segment. Um, also, I got to say, I got I, we might be switching up the advice thing again. Um, just because it's like the Gmail, the, 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 the email address has been getting like insanely spammed with spam. So we might just fucking only make it so you can submit advice questions on Patreon. Um, it's just fucking easier. It's so much easier to like scroll through stuff and find them. So, and you can like, so how about that? We got a good chunk of people on the Patreon. And um, so how about that? If you want your advice answered on the main episode, how about that? Send me a message on Patreon and we'll look through them. We'll get some good advice. But like silly advice, silly advice or argument, disputing things, silly stuff. Okay, so let's get into the advice segment. The new revamped advice segment. Um, uh, we could do some advice. Uh, uh, Damn, I need a jingle for my advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. Okay, so this one comes from Billy Bob Tim Horton. So I'm a senior in high school, and I've been accepted to the university I want to attend next year. The only trouble is, I really want a free hoodie. I'm extremely qualified for the program I want to take at this school, and the interviewer said they would love to have me. How do I gaslight the university into thinking I actually don't want to attend their school so I get a free hoodie? Okay. Okay, so I didn't know that universities send out free hoodies as like a thing to be like, come to our school, you got a hoodie already. Um, because like, one, a hoodie's what, like 50 bucks, 60, anywhere from 50 to 100 bucks maybe for a hoodie? Like, how much is your tuition? I mean, a free hoodie's a free hoodie. What's that? That's a bad argument. Um, yeah, how do you gaslight them in a thing? I actually don't want to attend their school so I can get a free hoodie. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm thinking, like, maybe if you have another meeting with them. I I think you should do, like, the like that meme about wanting, like, a band member to recognize you in the crowd. You're acting all, like, nonchalant. You know, maybe you're, like, you're reading a book, you know? So maybe if you do another meeting with them, you know, they're like, so what do you think about the school? Have you given our offer any thought? You could just be like, you know, reading a book or something, like a huge book like this, right? Pretend this MacBook is a book. You're like, hmm, I don't know. And the book is like a bro- like a brochure to uh, a different university, you know? And it's like, hmm, uh, I don't know. I'm just keeping my options open. I'm sort of looking around, seeing what's available. Ooh, 
It's a little cold in here. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, just talking out loud. Do you not feel that, though? It's a little cold, right? Yeah. I forgot my sweater. I actually don't have any sweaters. I don't have any sweaters or hoodies ever, uh, anywhere. Mm. Uh, and, uh, anyways. Ooh, wow. Look at this thing at this school. You know, I just sort of be nonchalant about it. And then they'll have no choice but to be like, oh, you want a sweater? Here you go. So two birds, right? They distract you from the other school. They give you a sweater. So everyone's happy. Okay, next next one. Next one is fucking crazy. I'll say that. Um, I have ADHD and sometimes I say things without thinking about it first. One of those things I've said has become a joke that keeps being brought up in my friend group. <clears throat> and this is the question. Is incest okay if it's gay? <laughs> I regret asking the question after all the jokes have been made, but it still rattles around in my brain because I can't figure out an answer to it. Please help me find closure. Is incest okay if it's gay? To people... um we're just listening. I'm not taking this pause to like ponder. I'm I'm taking this pause to sort of wrap my brain around the the logic. And I I I like no. <laughs> I'm going to come out and say right now, no, it's not okay if it's gay. That's going to be fucking taken out of context too, okay? Incest is not okay. Under any circumstance. How about that? There's your answer, dude. Crazy. Okay, we'll do one more and finish this up. Um, okay, I'm currently in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend, and we've got a number of months to wait out before we move in together for our anniversary in July. From now until then, there's time to kill, and I want to keep our relationship fun. I miss him a lot, and I want to figure out creative ways to spend quality time together beyond our phone calls, as much as I love them. What do you think would make a good date ideas from a distance? Ooh. Good date ideas from a distance. I don't know how far away you live from each other. Um, like, I don't know. I'm assuming, like, let's just assume you're on opposite sides of the states. Um, so one person's in California, one person's in New York. Let's just say that for, for you know, the scenario. Um, maybe, maybe one person could, um, throw a, throw up a ball really high that says like, I love you and I miss you. And if you throw it up high enough, maybe they'll be able to see it from where they live. I just don't know how far they are. I don't know how strong you are. So that could be tough, you know? If you both got good arms, you can play a long game of catch. Toss it from fucking from fucking JFK to to LAX. Toss a football that far, dude. Um Well, one thing that I you know that that me and Jenna sometimes do if I'm like on the road or something, it's like, you know, we'll watch a show or a movie at the same time and then you press play at the same time. It's like you're watching it together and you can like text people, text each other about what just happened and stuff. You know, that's fun. Um, 
You could... Um, I'm trying to think how you guys could do like dinner together. Maybe one person, you got to get like fucking, this is why like Neuralink and shit would be fire, dude. You need like a a chip that lets the other person like control your body, like fucking like Remy on your head. And then like, you can like be like, no, let me cook for you. And then (laughs) let me cook for you. And you go, um, consciousness override by Bay initiated. Download complete. And it goes, and then she fucking takes control of your arms. And she goes, here, let me cook for you, honey. And you're like, holy shit. (laughs) You got no control over it, dude. She's cooking for you. And you're just like laying back, dude. You're chilling. You're watching this all unfold. You know, you're probably like your consciousness is elsewhere. It's like in a fucking, it's like in a movie theater watching the fucking big game while your, while your honey is cooking for you, you know? And then, uh, hour goes by, you know, she's cooked this beautiful meal. You're like, um, Bay has left your consciousness and you go, whoa, fucking pasta bolognese. Thanks, honey. You know what I mean? So you could do that in the future, but you you are saying that you're moving in in July. So just pray to God that that comes out in the next couple months, and then you'll be then you could do that. So, all right, we'll end it there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, press the like button, leave a comment, um, and press the subscribe button. Did I say that yet? Subscribe. What are you doing if you're not subscribed yet? Press the press, press the Fwigum button and check out the Patreon. I'm going to record another episode right now. So if you want more bonus, if you want more very, really good, you just got to join the Patreon, man. It's that easy. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you watching, and I'll see you later. Goodbye.